Welcome to Pot Not Soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. <laughs> But when you were watching it, did you really think that it was going to end that way at halftime? Yes. Really? Yeah. I did. Because that's exactly how this year would go. <laughs> it isn't 2016. This is a new know. page. Mm-hmm. 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 Ah. It just... See, it just... It fit. You forgot, yeah. This, the Patriots were Donald Trump's choice. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is they're, true. They're winning. That is true. Um, Ladies and gents... It is season three, episode three of Pop Not Soda. Hope you all are doing well. Dan, how are you doing? Okay. Doing okay? Sounds like yeah. a rough week so far. No, yeah. no, 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 I'm just doing okay. Okay. Brian, how Not are you? Not well. Just okay. <laughs> doing better than Dan. Dan wants elaboration on that. He wants an inquiry off Right, that, I know. I'm not no. give it to him. No, I'm, uh, yeah, doing uh, doing fantastic. Uh, was very lucky to witness that uh, that Super Bowl. Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily rooting for either team, but um, I mean, we got to see the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, and now we get to see Gronk party for at least the next thirty days straight. Well, Gronk abides by the law of win or lose, you still booze. Let's yeah, not absolutely. Think that he That's the winning wildcat attitude. Yeah. So I've got a question for you: Does he get like his own free pass with the Patriots organization? Because it seems yeah. like everybody else is on like a really tight leash. No, 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 there's not a tight leash. Just don't kill anybody. And you're cool. Right. That is true. All That'll put you is, on a tight leash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah killing people in uh, cold blood over nothing, uh, that'll, prob- that'll probably get you kicked off yeah. the team. <laughs> that's that's like the one rule they have. You walk into the locker room, it just says, don't kill anybody today. That's it. People and go they missing. Got, they got LeGarrette Blunt, who, you know, got caught for smoking weed. Michael Floyd, who got caught, passed out in his car at a stoplight and issued with a DUI. They signed him. Um but basically, all you—the only two things you can't do in a Patriots organization is kill somebody and fumble the football. Those That's are the very only two true. things you yeah. can't do. That's very true. Because they will send you away. And important stories that happened after the game, though, too. Some stuff went missing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lance's dignity. <laughs> <laughs> tough one, Dan. That was um, a tough one. The fact that soon, Matt Ryan was the MVP apparently, but that—that that looks a little hollow now. Yeah. Right. And Tom Brady's jersey. Yeah. Tom Brady's jersey was, um, if you were watching the Super Bowl, as uh, all of us were, we were really surprised when James White uh, apparently scored the game-winning touchdown, and then half of Dal- or half of Texas was on the field. Right. Like, where was the security? <laughs> well, it was just it was just the sidelines. Mm, no. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it because there was a ton of fans on the Well, field. you got you to gotta remember, there's more press at that game. True. Than true. And that's another thing that went event. missing, though, is James White's football. Well, well, no. So with the jersey first is what's great is Ian Rappaport uh, tweeted out an Instagram post of these two bros. They look like bros. On the field of Super Bowl 51 after the Patriots had won, holding Tom Brady's jersey. And, you know, there's a bunch of – there's a caption and a bunch of hashtags. One of the hashtags is stole his jersey. Oh, nice. But, okay, how does that – how do you legitimize that, though? Because those jerseys are getting sold everywhere during that game. Well, maybe And before that game and everything like that. Don't say stole his jersey. Uh, no well, one would have thought look any into different. That, but, yeah, I mean, like, if they go – what, are they going to pull your house apart and then you move it to a friend's house and then – Well, game jerseys are different closed? than the retail jerseys. I get that. I get that. But I mean, like from a picture, you can't really tell, can you? Uh, yeah, because there's a certain patches that are on those jerseys that are not on okay. the retail jerseys. Oh, yeah. You could tell if it's yeah. the And a James jersey, jersey is cut wore. way different than a retail jersey. Okay. okay. If you've ever seen a, a game jersey, like football jersey, it's completely cut different. Um, They're very long. They're like a dress. Yeah. So is this they, thing... They touch in way for... Yeah. So we record this show on a Wednesday. Is this thing going to get fi- found by the Monday that this episode releases? Um, no, because if that guy was smart, he would have passed it around to like his buddies. February thirteenth, it is not found. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. No, does um, it go That's up? gonna be. But that's gonna be a... worth a half million dollars. Like you know, that, it's gonna sit in some Boston's dude's living room forever. That's, so that's, that's what it does. That's gonna be something passed down from generation yeah. to generation. It becomes stolen. Tom Brady jersey. It becomes the Banksy of the NFL memorabilia. 
I mean, you, you buy it and then, or you steal it and then you keep it and you don't tell anybody about it. I mean, you show like very, very close friends that you have it, but beyond that, yeah, and no one's going to sell I mean, it, right? I've, no. No. Because you can't. Right. Because then they're, they're going to pop you yeah. for selling. Although there was a very suspicious the eBay posting uh, immediately after by Commissioner 6969. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. Um, yeah. yeah. And then James White football is a different story. He, they, that didn't get stolen. He just lost it. Well, all you have to do is deflate that and then put it in your pocket. Well, yeah, and yeah, right. You exactly. Walk out with and it. it's pretty easy if you're coming from the Patriots side. Yeah. Like. Exactly. But uh, yeah, he just doesn't Practice know where it perfect. went. So it's. They're pretty sure it's just in like the bucket with all the other balls, Ugh. so they have no idea which one it is. Oh, that sucks! Because he was just so excited, and Marshawn right. or uh, not Marshawn, Ladera Blunt ran so fast from the sidelines and tackled him, like right when he scored. That of course he lost it, and it was mayhem after. Yeah, you know what bothers me is like I'll t- I'll tell you I hate I hate the Patriots. I don't like them. I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like that organization. But at the end of the day, it's shitty to steal someone's stuff. Um, I don't like that's it's just not cool. And I mean, I think Tom Brady's a target cause he's very, very hated by a lot of people. And well, I think with the no, I think like that, you don't think of about it as stealing someone's property. Right. Just Tom wasn't going to keep that. Tom wasn't going to be able to take that home. That wasn't going to go in the Patriots like stadium. Yeah. Or like the, f- or the football hall of fame. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for some reason I thought he would be able to keep nope. that and like put it into a, he, no, I mean, he, he may if like he asked for it, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would no. want to keep his jersey. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he'd rather have that hanging. I mean, in the I'm hall. pretty Dresses sure Giselle up in it. Don't, like, yeah. the on Super Bowl. Shouldn't we just if someone gives Tom Brady a coat, isn't that the fair trade for a jersey? <laughs> it was in 19. Yeah, whatever. So give him a 12 patch. Fuck it. There really? it is. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Um, but yeah, so that was the Super Bowl. Um, that was the game. That was the aftermath. Uh, but during the game, lots of exciting things. Ooh, baby. Lots yeah. of exciting things. Um, movie trailers. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, I, yes. I thought we were going to talk about Lady Gaga's halftime performance, uh, which was like half pre-recorded. Mission by the way. Impossible. Don't even get me started oh, I know. On that. I know, right? <laughs> it, I was so bummed that this wasn't live because I'm like, this live, this is pretty impressive. But it, like, even her jump was pre-recorded. Right? Is it sad that part of me was like just waiting for that moment where it was going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, Bruno Mars. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, that would have made it so much Completely betting on that. I, I mean, this is going to be the first, the first solo act. In a while, yeah. I mean, I can't remember the last uh, time a halftime show didn't have one it was, single. It guest. was when they had. I wonder all if the, the Who it came was, out with yeah, any guests. No, I don't, it was like I don't think um, Springsteen did either. Well, that was there was the like their five. To, there was like that five to six year run of just all old white guys, right? Right. Because of Janet Jackson, the Stones. Yeah, they didn't but have they any had guests. Stones had guests. Yeah, Stones definitely did. Well, uh, someone like opened for him, and then they came out oh. and like played with him. Did Tom Petty have guests? Because he was a half time show. We'll get yeah. Well, yeah, we'll Tom get short Petty round. Short, a hey, short round. Yeah. Quit uh, looking at pictures of Tom Brady and <laughs> um, go do some work. But the movies, though. The movies. The trailers. Holy crap. Those dominated most of the commercials. I can't remember. Like, I don't remember more than two commercials of that entire thing outside of the movies. The commercials weren't that good this year. Yeah. They were different. They were very different. They, they were, were statements. Different. They were statements. They were like, we're going to be weirder than the next company. Exactly. Yeah. I think they were trying to... And then to Mr. Clean was like, I'm going <laughs> to fuck your wife. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Up and guy. down this whole house. Yeah. My, I'm going to stick my head. Mr. Clean's got some in swagger. In that bucket. Yeah. Mr. S- Mr. Clean has got some swagger. So I think what we should do right now is do a Pop Not Soda rundown of the movie trailers. Those are quick. Uh, but w- how about we do a little brief summary of every one of them, guys? What you think? What your pulse is on each movie that showed? Yeah, all of them. How about yeah? I'll just run down real quick and give me like a one word or one sentence thing on. That's, there's only nine of them. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's real. Cool. I don't want to do a summary, but I'll, right. do, I'll give you like a line. Yeah, give me yes. a, a word, a line, okay. whatever. Yeah. No Fair explanation. Well, let our yep. listeners elaborate on it themselves. No explanation is very different than a summary. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mark, scratch that. Rewind, we got you. No summaries. All right. Yeah, yeah. One so liners. First, first movie, Baywatch. Dan, fucking hilarious. Brian, uh, The Rock has the biggest tits on set. <laughs> on that note, Alexander Daddario. Uh, two, Life. Dan, better. Why than- do I always <laughs> have to start? I'll rotate it around. Don't I'll worry. go. I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Better than the Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence version. Good one. Good one, Dan. Uh, better than Pluto Nash. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather watch a dog wipe his ass on concrete um, than Pluto Nash. Better than the clumps. I'll say that. 
All right. Uh, the third one, Ghost in the Shell. I'll bring this one out. Holy shit, that trailer. <laughs> Holy shit, that bodysuit. Whitewashing. <laughs> All right. Mm. Thanks, Dan. Okay. Completely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Next one, Pirates. Brian? Is uh, Orlando Bloom dead? Brian, Dan? I hope Tyr Knightley's dead. Javier Bardem. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Transformers. Awesome. Dan. Oh, um, cinema photography porn. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks like Evil Optimus Prime, and Michael Bay's last one. Thank God. Confused it with Power Rangers. Mm. Oh, really? Guardians. Um, I'll start this one. Excited for the soundtrack. Looks better than the first one. Take all of my money. Nice. Fate of the Furious. Dan, I know you're a fan of those ones. How about you start this one off? Uh, it blatantly just interesting. No Paul Walker? Ooh. You son of a bitch. Can't make it one damn season. <laughs> one season, Brian. <sighs> I was kidding. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Isn't Kurt Russell also in Guardians too? He is. is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Holy crap. Kurt Russell having a chumbatch. Yeah, that's a blockbuster season for Kurt Russell. Next one. Uh, in the same vein of Marvel movies, was with Aronofsky, and then he dropped off of the project. Uh, Logan. Um, Brian? Finally Wolverine done right. Dan? Yeah, I want all of it. And Patrick Stewart says fuck. Yeah, fucking 90. Blood, guts. All the good stuff. Cure for wellness. Um, surprisingly, it looks haunting. Um, God damn it. What's the name of the DiCaprio and Scorsese? Shelter movie? Island. It looked great when I saw it at Shelter Island. <laughs> good one. It's always good when you can't think of the name. <laughs> I panicked. I just I, I had to ask. I thought the Hobgoblin was already crazy. Um, and the last one, probably the one I'm most excited about, John Wick 2. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Sorry about that. Um, you want to take it away, Dad? Uh, yes. The Matrix sequel we should have had. I was seeing it this Friday, ticket already purchased. <laughs> Is that with the girlfriend or no, not? No, no Jack. They killed the dog in the first one. She's never going to see. She's never going to watch a second of that movie ever again. Shooting people in the face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sums it up right there. No, all of them. Yeah. That's all you need to know about those movies. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to look any further. No. Nope. And especially don't do what Brett does by going on IMDb and looking up movies before they come out. Yeah. Especially Split. Yeah. Don't that do that. One sucked, man. I, that one sucked, man. I ruined that one big time. But... Yeah, uh, one thing about John Wick Chapter 2 that um, my buddy who is former law enforcement was telling me is that that's like one of the most accurate um, shooting movies. Well, I remember watching videos of Keanu on the range uh, before John Wick 1 came out. And he was, uh, I mean, he looked just like he does in the movie. Like he was trained by whoever he was trained by, SEALs or special forces or what have you. Uh, And yeah, I mean, he looks like the fucking real deal. Yeah, I, I do think that's going to be... I think Deadpool was last year's February surprise. And I think John Wick for I, what is looks like a low-budget uh, you know, film. Right, because everything's just like hand-to-hand. There's no big like special yeah, effects. Or, yeah. um, I think that's going sets. to just rake in all the money. Because John Wick has captured such a cult following, too. Like... I'm sorry. It's also on like USA like once a week, and every time it's on, I stop and watch the entire movie. I can see that movie going like five or six movies. To be honest, I I can like it's like see a dirty Harry character. Yeah, almost. yeah, he's just yeah. A, he's a great character, and like I won't argue that the movies are fantastic or there's hardly any artistic quality in them except for just the stunts and the fight scenes and just the. There, there's, the violence there's small things. Yeah, there, there's, there's small things I, yeah. that I like. I mean, I, I honestly watched uh, it last night. Not the whole thing, but probably like half it was of on, it. It was on USA, wasn't it? It was on USA. Yeah. And, you know, for it being what it is, just a shoot 'em up, you know, action movie, they do 
a really good job of drawing you in at the beginning and then the scene with the dog and you know his wife it's just his dog man. like that i mean that's uh, you know, what a perfect example of an instigating event, right? Like that just sets the whole movie off. And I just hope that carries over. But if it doesn't and he just shoots, you know, like 100 and people in the face, I, 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 I hope. Too. Does we, he get another dog? He yeah, does. He does. Oh, he does. Yeah, oh, a, I didn't yeah. get it. Doesn't he get it at the end of the first one? Um, he I has the, right. the pit bull puppy, right? I see, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Um, so what I hope, a few things for John Wick Chapter 2, because I think this is the first movie uh, from the Super Bowl trailers that will come out is I hope that they don't elaborate too much on his bat story. I don't need flashbacks or details. I like how the first movie, all you needed to know about John Wick was uh, when some when John, Luz- John Luzama was told that it was his car, he told them to get the fuck out of his shop. Yep. And punched the, um, what's his name? Uh, Reed. <laughs> and then when Reed's dad... Called John and Lee Wazama was like, Why did you punch my son? He's like, Oh, because he stole John Witt's car. And he was like, Oh. And killed his dog. Okay. Yeah. Click. Um, and then when the cops show up, after John kills like 15 dudes trying to attack his house, the cops just like, so, Hey, John. Uh, you worked with the game? That's all you need to know about how badass of a character John Wick is. And Keanu, because. Keanu has the perfect no expression, perfect action hero type of face where... It, well, it's because he can't act. Exactly. <laughs> like, they found what he's perfect for. That's why he worked so well in the first Matrix. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. they basically... They, they find a character where they're like, well, it's more of a, a stunt actor, so... Who's one that can do stunts? Who wants to, like, invest in the stunts? Yeah. Keanu Reeves. He's always yeah. at the top of the list. Well, I think this... Yeah, this is a perfect character for him because, you know, they set it up where... He he's like killed off all of his emotions, whether that be through military training or like the experience with with his wife, and you know he he's just like that way as a normal person. So he really doesn't have to do too much acting. He can just like play himself as like that you know kind of closed off. <laughs> and I think we've talked about this before. It allows you to kind of have that wish fulfillment in imagining kind of you know anybody you want or any type of real situation in John Wick. It's very easy to transfer yourself into that movie because that character is kind of no face. Yeah. Like it's very with me clean. with me he has to be he has to be the craziest person to work with, Keanu Reeves. Because you hear stories about like Daniel Day-Lewis and like method actors that come on set and people are immediately like, "Okay, well he's, he's Abe Lincoln. No one talk to him. He's just going to show up. He's going to he's not going to talk to anybody. He's going to be Abe Lincoln and all this stuff." Keanu Reeves is like the antithesis of that. Because he comes on set and you're going, oh, is he being the actor? Or is he being Keanu? Or is that just how he is? Is he just shitty? As- <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, he's like, just it, himself it, it's in a vague, every movie. Yeah, it's a vague. So it, it would be a very crazy process to work with him, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the most out of character <laughs> he ever was was like in, in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Which wasn't even that much of a stretch. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But no, I think this is a throwback to the older school action films that were successful because they have a simple formula. And as long as you don't mess with that formula and you also keep it intriguing by just not giving too much away, and you're, you're all good. You said it, you, you guys said it perfectly earlier Dirty Harry. It, it's going to be a perfect Dirty Harry type of franchise. Just don't explain too much with the character. Yeah, I don't need to know Because as soon as anything. you do that, that's where people are going to go, man, I like this you guy can, a lot earlier in 1 and 2. Yeah. Right. And I don't like 3 and 4 yeah. as much and as I liked 1 and 2. You just let him do a TV show in like five years <laughs> about John Wick uh, you know, going through his training or whatever. Uh, but another uh trailer that I want to talk about on just kind of the action train is uh the new Netflix mm. Marvel series mm. Iron Fist and they finally released a like full whatever minute 90 second trailer and you know with all of the Netflix Marvel series they've done I mean it just looks it looks awesome yeah it looks great and yeah. I was a little I was a little worried because if you don't know too much about Iron Fist he like develops these legit uh, powers, like glowing like, hands. Yeah, like glowing fists and you know balls of energy and energy shields and all this shit that he can do. But with the the Netflix series, they've just been really grounded. You know, like they have powers, obviously, but 
you know, not to the extent of the movies. That, like the Nolan version. Of yeah, the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, in the trailers, it looks like they did a, you know, like a really good job of uh, bringing that to life, but still kind of grounding it and not making it like too ridiculous. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. No, speaking of Netflix too, I think there was one trailer that beat all of the trailers that we listed oh, off today. I know today. what you're talking about. Halloween. Yeah. Right? And that's Stranger Things season two. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Dude, with the, the Ghostbusters. Right with, the, right with the Edos, like the Edo commercial right away. I was like, yeah. oh God, this is Stranger Things. Like, And I think that was the only time during any point of having people over to our place for the watch the Super Bowl, did everyone just go quiet. Right. And I'm, I'm sad that I have to wait till October 31st to get season two. I also think it's a perfect, but I think it's, date. I think it's amazing. Yeah, and I th- yeah, the ghost, but like every everything do about right what I've, I've seen yeah. it is just it's fantastic. Yeah, and the fact that like they didn't give away much at all about what's coming, um, is fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, there is a video of the the boys watching the trailer together premiere during the Super Bowl. Right, right, and it's just awesome just to yeah. see how excited they are, how excited like their parents and family and friends are. That it's great. So, yeah, I think that show, too, when you see it, I mean, that's like it it was one of those things we were watching it at our at our house, too. And the trailer comes on and or is it a teaser? I don't know what I would call it a teaser. Teaser. Yeah, it's it's like a minute. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. Um, But you immediately recognize it from the feel of the first shot and you're going, hold up, everybody be quiet. I think this might be Stranger Things (laughs) because it's got that like carpenter. 80s feel to it that is yeah. perfect and i mean they nailed it and that's what they're going to do for the second season moving forward too one thing i really appreciate as well is uh renona why uh, <laughs> winona riders <laughs> i got so excited about the joke i fucked it up winona rider just maintaining character uh obviously if you haven't seen this clip you gotta watch um the acceptance speech that uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name, but he plays the sheriff in the show. He gives this really impassioned speech, and Winona Ryder is behind him, just like flipping the fuck out. Not like flipping out, but just looks like she's on eight different kinds of drugs. Anyone who's taken acid at the wrong time will, <laughs> right. will understand. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, someone actually went as far as to take all of her different facial expressions that she has during that speech and make a yearly calendar out Season of Season one Every ended Winona. They, they, they found your kid. Season one ended. They found your kid. It's fine. <laughs> what are we doing here? Why are we looking yeah, for Will? She stole the wrong medicine out of somebody's cabinet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, again, dude, she's just method. You know? They're yeah. probably filming right now, and she's, she's just in character. She's in it, right? Yeah. And I know this might it might sound like a repeat for everybody that's ever told you this before, but you have if you haven't seen that show on Netflix, stop everything and watch it right away. Stranger Things, if you're a fan of 80s sci-fi Goonies, buddy flicks, like everything. Yeah, good television. I haven't, I haven't met a single person that has not liked the show. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great movie. For God's sakes, my girlfriend that doesn't like a goddamn thing (laughs) loved the show. It's going to be a great television series. On that note, to something similar, real quick before we go to break, are you guys excited about Twin Peaks? No. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, I'm not honest. I, I never actually I'm, watched. I'm hesitant. It's weird because of how right. weird the second season is. Yeah, it gets like the weird. first season is really good. So I, it's I'm hesitant because yeah. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, and I don't know. That's one of the first guys too. That when you when you look at David Lynch, David Lynch doesn't fill holes. He opens Bro, up more it? holes. Is it Lost like, Highway like that he did? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, lost like, highway. Watch Lost Highway, and it, it just if, right, yeah. if you give him an Fill opportunity, holes, yeah. <laughs> if you give him an opportunity to close a story, he'll open it up tenfold, and it just makes it yeah a little tough to deal with. Yeah, so. he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, so <laughs> Twin Peaks, yeah, Stranger Things though, this is gonna no, be good. Very very excited for Stranger Things. Um, by the way, real quick before we head to break, I wanted to bring this up. I think Brett, you were talking about it. Um, the fact that what Qatar Airways just announced. Yeah, just they recently announced it earlier this week. Um, the longest flight in history, commercial flight that you can buy a ticket for. How? Seventeen and a half hours. Yep, from Delhi to San Francisco. Okay, it's a long way for a sandwich. Not San Francisco to Delhi. Are you sure you just don't go to San Francisco? Wait, to a, to a, a deli? deli? You know what's crazy is now that you're saying it, I actually don't think it's round because trip. Because I feel like a deli to San Francisco 
plane trip sounds way is worse a one way the other way around well and it's a one way i well, mean no, no, it's no, dropping them yeah, off in it's silicon it's, valley it's one, it's one way i'm just saying the no i'm saying that the, the crowd that you're getting on the plane with i think is going to be worse than the crowd that you would be leaving san francisco with uh, um, i think that's debatable right i think that's debatable i think it like it's 100 percent designed to just bring tech people oh yeah over to silicon valley it's a, it's gonna 100%. be a one-way ticket. what do you do for 17 other than sleep that's my question so what what would you do for 17 and a half hours if you're on the plane i watch stranger things the whole series do yeah, you think you yeah. would get bored if you no, like not with stranger things yeah 100 percent. i i back was to on back to back to back to back like, well, no, I'm saying I would get fucking bored. I've been on a 13-hour flight, and that was you took horrendous. Quail, did you take some quaaludes or something? Uh, I didn't. We stayed up, you know, the entire night before and just partied. That you know, I slept. I slept for a good amount of it, but still, you know, you can only watch so many fucking movies and reruns of How I Met Your Mother. It's before true. You, yeah, you you do kind of have to like stimulate your brain. And yeah, like a different. Capacity. Eating fucking air, airline food. Play some Sudoku and some some shit. So uh, my question is, Brian, how much would you have to be paid to take a seventeen and a half hour flight on Spirit? We've heard your story on Spirit. Never, because I I would be dead. <laughs> I would not survive. That plane would go down. We would all be dead, and it wouldn't matter. I, I feel like Spirit would only f- take that flight from like Albuquerque to like uh, Antarctica, like. But that's that's where I feel like they would go. Spirits flying strictly from Hollywood to Chicago for the Jerry Springer show. Wait, so you're, talking about, show. you're talking about Hollywood, Florida, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a quicker flight. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a quick flight. That's that's the only flight they're they're yeah. flying. Fuck Spirit. Hey Spirit. Fuck you. You're the worst. Well, you know what? I will. If you don't want to get stuck with Spirit, you're gonna want to head over to RateRhino.com, so you don't have to settle for a Spirit plane ticket. Yes, I never want to settle for Spirit ever again. No, it's like, you know, remember those old car commercials you don't want a lemon? You don't want to fly Spirit. So go over to RateRhino.com, check out some very cheap airlines that aren't named Spirit. I'm pretty sure Spirit is one of the things listed, <laughs> but there's more you choices. You just gloss over Spirit. Because, you can, I'm telling because you Rate Rhino will give you a bunch of results. So head over to R-A-T-E. R-H-I-N-O dot com, RateRhino.com, for the lowest airfare anywhere on the web. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. You can listen to Rate Rhino's awesome jingle, and we will be back talking all you need to know about Valentine's Day. Brett's got a pop five of best film relationships. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think we're going to be making some... Oh, be scared. <laughs> and we're going to be making some movie recommendations for you and your significant other come V-Day. When you need a ride or you're taking a trip, there's only one sign I would trust for it. So don't waste time or waste your chips. There's only one sign I trust, RateRhino.com. Welcome back, guys. We are here and um, back from break, being that this episode's going to drop the day before Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, you, you need some... Uh, some male opinions, thoughts, feelings about... Uh, I don't think anyone needs any more, but we're going to give it to you. Well, we're not going to say that they're going to help or hurt. <laughs> right. They're just opinions. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, take at your own risk. Yeah, it's not advice. It's opinions. <laughs> right. It's just some straight talk from three straight-ish guys. Uh, so... I'm looking at you, Brett. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so Valentine's Day, in my opinion... Uh, Wait, one of you hate it? one of the worst days uh, in the calendar year because it just preys on female insecurity and entitlement, and I think it's a crock of shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that there's like a day to recognize what I'm going to title this episode other. is uh, the one about how Brian thinks Valentine's Day is a crock. Of shit. <laughs> yeah, but Valentine's Day, I mean, come on, like. I don't want to go to a restaurant and have a fucking eighty dollars fixed price dinner. I don't want to, you know, pay three times the normal rate for fucking flowers. I mean, it just like I do that all the time, anyways. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but the forced pressure hey, at least of it honest. all happening on one day. And but it's yeah, expected. it's just it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, like there there there's such a big deal that uh, has 
you know, been made out of Valentine's Day and what it is now. And, you know, the commercial monsters grabbed it. So there's no turning back now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's another Hallmark holiday and, yeah. you know, you, you can do something on February 17th and it's gonna, you know, have the same, uh, meaning and significance as it does on the well, 14th. I, I think that we've talked about it. Um, cause I'm pretty sure this is going on like our third episode around when we come out on Valentine's day is that we all believe that time spent together on Valentine's day is better than time spent buying things. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And, and that's not because the three of us are in any way cheap people. I'm cheap. I'll admit it. I would say frugal. Yeah. Fr- <laughs> frugal. Frugal. Uh, um, economic. Yeah. Uh, but it's the fact that it, there are a lot more things that you can do than freaking go. I mean, I, I guess dressing up is nice, but you can dress up and not have to go to like, you know. You can dress up in your house. Cheesecake factory. You have dinner at your house. I mean, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter. Put like, that tuxedo on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, what I've done a thorough analysis so wait, here, of what my you, problem you, with so Valentine's Day. Since Allison Day. doesn't listen to us, what are you doing for Allison for Valentine's Day? We're going to do the same thing we do every year, and we're going to get a <laughs> couple of steaks. The world. We're going to cook some rice, have a veggie. Kind of rice? Uh, probably broccoli and cheese rice. Broccoli and cheese rice. Very classy. With the steak. Very is that, classy. Is it like the instant? That it tastes like 90 seconds in the microwave? Well, it's not in. No, she she makes it in the in the in the pan, but oh, okay. it's she's definitely not boiling cheese and broccoli <laughs> before mixing it in with rice. I mean, it's it's packaged, Dan. Oh, so you're not yeah, even cooking. She's cooking. No, it's a mutual. It's a mutual okay. cooking thing. But getting back to it, I've I've done a thorough Sounds analysis. Nice. Can of, I come over? <laughs> you can. You're okay. more than welcome cool. to. I'll grab another steak. Perfect. Brian, you want to come? Four steaks. Uh, no, there we go. I'll go to Costco. If that's, if that's the case, I'll go to Costco. <laughs> um, no, but I've done a thorough analysis of my problem with Valentine's Day, and this is it. To me, Valentine's Day is it's similar to Christmas, but when you hear Christmas talked about to people, people don't compare their presents to each other. A lot of the times when you have Christmas yeah, conversations, like the shitty eleven-year-old kid no down one's, the street, they done it exactly. You know. No one's no one's going back to work and saying, "Hey, you had a good Christmas. What'd you get?" Oh, you got that? You know, like those discussions I don't think are happening at the frequency of, say, a day like Valentine's Day, where nearly everybody's coming back into a workplace or some social setting and going, hey, what'd you do yesterday? And then they're comparing it to what they did. And then there's always this like discrepancy. And that's where it it plays on insecurities. Like you're saying, it's it's not an enjoyable holiday. I hate it. I mean... It it's only enjoyable if the state that you put in the holiday is not high. Oh, I thought you were physically, like, literally right. talking about uh, a state. That's called a pun. You see what I'm saying? I like that. I like um, that. Wordplay. Get on my level. What and what I mean by that is, if you don't put so much pressure on the day, like Alyssa said this last year when we had her on, our, our resident zombie and relationship expert, <laughs> is that if you put too much pressure in a day, it's just a normal day. And you're just going to stress yourself out and make yourself feel bad. Yeah. I will say uh, for our single listeners that are listening, uh, Valentine's Day, at least when I was single, um, a, a very lucrative uh, day to oh, go man. out. And It's and, Taco Tuesday, so that means tequila will be free-flowing. Yes. Yes. So, how, you how know, many times do you bring, think single ladies will get played? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quite a bit. I, yeah. Quite a bit. So, you know, put on uh, a nice shirt. Some clean pants, your best uh, pickup lines, and go get them. Yeah. What, what, what f- about the ladies that want to pick up dudes? What, what what should they put on and what should they do? It's more of what they shouldn't put on, uh, I would say. <laughs> you know, less less, less is more, ladies. Less. less less is more. Oh. What, what, what's crazy to me about Valentine's Day, too, is I can't think of a... Like, do places... Because there is a huge discrepancy on the clientele on Valentine's Day. People are either single... Or people are paired up, and I don't think there are many places that are like have a mixed crowd. Can no. you think of that? Um, no, definitely. it's either I, restaurant couple, right. yeah, or single. I'm I'm trying to go crazy. And I can tell you, like, I experienced my f- one of my first single Valentine's days out when it was like on a Friday a couple it's years nuts. ago. It, it it I thought it was just TV. It's like New but Year's, but no, it's but worse. It's like New Year's, but worse because you know everyone in this bar. Just just not with somebody. Sad and as lonely as you, but it makes people nicer. 
Oh yeah. Oh, it totally does. Like single people are so nice on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. I got a question for you guys. Go out or stay in Valentine's Day? Well, me as a it all depends. Uh, preference. Just personal preference. Oh, preference stay in. Stay in. Be and and not because of like the date, but because it's such a process to have to fucking go out on Valentine's Day now. Number one, all of your favorite places are already booked. Or you got that reservation? I don't got that resi. <laughs> I don't. I was looking. I was. We were looking last night for places, and fuck me. Uh, but open, anyway, open tables not working. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call uh, call in some favors. Um, I heard Chuck E. Cheese probably get you in. Yeah, that's true. But you need to bring a kid. With Seven, you. I think Seven Eleven will be open. <laughs> um, but anyway, to finish this thought real quickly. So uh, yeah, like places are all fucking crowded, and then I just I just really hate like the price fix menus that most of these places will like make you order from. They won't even allow you to order. Yeah. They have like, like the $40 the menu, three you know? course meal. Right. Which is fine, but it's just, you know, when it's all getting mass cooked in the back. Yeah, exactly. You know that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to go to a nice restaurant and yeah, have a fucking line cook. Make my I, food. I, I would like a mixture. I think especially when it's on like a weekday, you know, go to a happy hour. Yeah. Go get some drinks. Something like that. Something nice. And then go home, have a nice meal, watch a Bang movie. It out. And yeah. Just like Brian said, yeah, it's all all that. That's a perfect day. I like that. Yeah, I think we all agree on the the perfect Valentine's Day. So what I want to know ever now, happens, but <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you just gotta try. Um, what I want to know now, Brett, is what are your perfect? It's not my lack of effort, Dan. Wait, that's not what I said. Like, whoa, <laughs> you said whoa, all whoa, you gotta whoa, do whoa, is try. Whoa, whoa. It's not my lack hey, of see, effort, see, man. There's that. There's that insecurity. You're <laughs> exactly. About, Brian. Exactly. Shut up! I'm taking on Valentine's. <laughs> Cupid's got gotcha. you. I've got a date on Valentine's Day. Prove it. So, so is Charles Manson. I got the um, text message. So, prove it. <laughs> what I want to ask you, Brett? Yes. What are your pop five? Oh, ladies and gents, yeah we we did a pop five list no, this you week. Did a pop five. I did, five a pop did a pop five. This was we, mine. Brian and I take no responsibility for this. Absolutely. Pop five yeah, list. week Absolutely one was not. you. Week two was Brian. Yeah, you started. I pointed. Best. I pointed, and then Which no, no one, one knew who I was the... talking to the air because yeah. we're not a video still learning guys two and a half years into this thing still still learning but we did a pop five i did a pop five this <laughs> <Yeah>. week <laughs> stop trying to us, blame us <laughs> for us no you didn't do it for us you did yeah, it for yourself you did it for yourself right, and now we're gonna talk you know about you guys, it fine you're not whatever Rikishi. you didn't do it for the rot you didn't do it for the people All right. well i thought what it would be is pop five healthy relationship movies so I thought healthy for Valentine's relationship movies, healthy, healthy relationship, relationship movies, because okay. you know, sit down, watch a couple, learn from them, you know, things like that. So these are f- like movies that will make your relationship healthier. Yeah, or relation or movies that have healthy relationships in them. I'd say a little bit of both. Okay, a little okay. bit of both. Okay, depends on the lenses you're wearing. So pop five healthy relationships movies. <laughs> there were some runner ups though. And this will. This oh, so, oh, 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 you're oh. saying you have six? No, so it this sounds will, like he has oh, like no, eight. Oh, no. I snuck one up. Ups. Oh, I snuck one up, too. I snuck one up, too. But the runner ups, really quick, just to give you a little taste of where this list is going. Fuck Bill, both of you. Billy Loomis and Nev Campbell from Scream. Oh, they could have made it work. Uh, I mean, basically every boyfriend from any teen movie, scary movie from the 90s. Okay. Um, Chris Cooper and Kevin Spacey were <laughs> a runner up from American Beauty. Oh, American Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> And We're still in runner-ups, by the way. Runner-ups. So you went to eight movies for a pop five list. Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow, seven. Another healthy relationship. Severed head? Or se- you said severed head. Se- se- oh, you seven. said seven yeah. the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not Gwyneth Paltrow, severed head. You teased the ending, Brian. Sorry. No Spoil- one's seen spoiler. that movie yet. No one's seen that movie yet. All right, now to the list. Number five, Naomi Watson, Sean Penn, 21 Grams. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. Ooh, actually. You need to see it, Dan. That's that's a heavy movie. Her husband dies, and they put his heart into someone else, Sean Penn, and she falls in love with him. Oh, so now I don't need to see it. Cool. Uh, you should still watch it. You should oh. still watch it. Oh, wait. Is 21 grams so much a heart weighs? <sighs> All right. And now, this trend that Dan started, number four has two. Wait, 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 what? wait. No, no. You have nine movies on a pop five hey, list. Hey, we do four and a half. You did that. You started that. Brian picked it up, and now I'm I said, no, It's well, my turn. One, one, I said number five We're not was fighting. Tied. We're not fighting yeah. on this. Okay, there's... We both had five. Yeah. This is like ten entries. Yeah. All right, so this is very similar, though. Both Michael Douglas movies. Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Okay. Basic Instinct. Yep. Michael Douglas and Glenn Coase. 
Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction. Number fours. Uh, number three, Jared Leto, Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly, Requiem for a Dream. Mm. Very healthy relationship. Ass to ass. Yep. <laughs> you did that way <laughs> too well. <laughs> way too well. <laughs> number two, Mark Wahlberg, Reese Witherspoon. Fear. Very healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Was that your first fear boner? Number one. <laughs> Probably the most depressing movie I've ever seen in my life. Your autobiography? I haven't made it yet. Wow. But I've written the script. I, I cried over it many your, times. Your home movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't be an autobiography. Yeah. yeah true. Um, Pulled a Brian. Number one now. <laughs> Ladies and gents, Ryan Gosling, Michelle Williams, Blue Valentine. Mm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Holy crap. If you haven't seen it. I'm surprised you didn't put, uh, what's, um, uh, I did put movie. eight on here. So with Revolutionary Road or whatever. Or, oh, uh, that movie. Oh, yeah, with Kate uh, Winslet and Liam. Yeah. yeah, that one's tough too. But this was my list. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Already seen him in a movie. She let him drown. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. Real quick on that note, James Cameron this week. Apparently, talking Myth about Rose busting. Yeah, Rose and Jack. Uh, because I think Kiki Palmer went off on the Steve Harvey show about what she thinks about Rose and that she's trifling and should have let Jack up on that door. And James Cameron... Was that how she described it? Uh, I don't... Rose be trifling? That's yeah. how I Rose describe it. Rose be trifling. Because Rose is trifling. Like, like, Rose was a spoiled brat and didn't share. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, so because of that, in this article with the Daily Beast, they're asking... Uh, James Cameron, what he thought about her comments and like why, you know, when they did kind of decide like when, how how did they figure out that, you know, Jack was going to die and not be able to fit on the door. And his response was, well, when they got to the page of the strip that says Jack doesn't get on the door and dies um, is kind of like where that came from. And they brought up Drop the, the mic, James Cameron, the Mythbusters episode where they proved that there was enough space to keep both Jack and Rose on the door and that it would float if they if Jack had taken off the life vests. That Rose and Jack both had and put it underneath the door. And James Cameron basically said that, yeah, I mean, do you think that Jack would have survived all of that in the 28 degree weather or water taking the life as off, swimming underneath and swimming back around? And basically said the Mythbusters are funny guys, but they're full of shit. Yeah, James Cameron makes billion dollar <laughs> movies, and you guys are on no the fucking time. Discovery Channel. He has, is that show even still going? I don't know. You know what's crazy to me is it's taken me 20 years to realize that that's a door that she's floating on. I never knew that. But you I always it thought was. it was just a plank of wood. I've never I seen literally Titanic. just thought it was a plank of wood. I I've never ne- put I've it never together. Seen it was I have not seen Titanic from beginning to yeah, end. I remember my mom, when she rented it, it came with two VHSs because that's how long yeah, the movie was. Right. I, I remember that too. Um, and all I know is you can't, like, the, the, the song, you know, Hose Ain't Loyal, that's about Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you want to um, see an entertaining version of Titanic, uh, there is a infamous deleted scene that was an alternate ending to uh, Titanic, and uh, it's pretty hilarious. Get a chance to look it up. Very funny. You're not gonna. You just. Well, it has nothing to do with Jack or anybody. It's it's the present day story. So it's the old lady on the ship with Bill Paxton and everybody like that. Um, mm. Yeah, it's hilarious. Basically, mm. gets very dramatic. Um, yeah, very quickly. Well, I think before we close tots on Valentine's day and people reflect over Brett's pop nine list that uh, I think we give some, some real, some real movies that the three of us like to watch around this holiday, watch around the second week of February. If our significant others asked if we want to watch a movie together, what we're going to say at uh, John Wick does not count because I know that would be all of our answers. But if you if you had to watch, you know, a movie with a partner had to be kind of lovey-dovey or serious or dramatic or, you know, just about the connections between people, what movie are you giving? Well, for me, it's an easy answer. Magic Mike XL on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> He's not kidding. Brian's given me two copies so far. It comes in weekly. To Chaining Tatum. Chaining Tatum. No, just kidding. Just, just kidding, guys. Skip that one. Uh, so one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, it's it's pretty heavy at times, but 
um, you know, still to this day, a film that uh, I can always watch and, you know, good, good to watch with, uh, with a lady or a guy friend. And that's uh, the internal sunshine of the spotless mind. Very, very good film. Uh, probably a film that a lot of people haven't seen as well. Cause it wasn't really like wide released or anything. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix right now. So uh, would definitely recommend to go check that one out. That's always a good time. Jim Carrey and uh, speaking of Titanic, uh, Kate Winslet. And then a young um, Kristen Dunst and a young Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I got uh, two. For the lighthearted end, Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Like it's an easy yeah. It's an easy go-to because right. it's got some stuff in there for the guys and the girls. Tell you. Um, serious movie, more of like definitely going to hit you in the heart, uh, Magnolia. Mm. Mm. Talks about people connecting with people. Um, great movie around the Valentine's Day, but I warn you. Just carve out get, three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, and you got to get used to a lot of gut punching in that movie. Dan, how about you? Um, I think, yeah. You know what? I'll give two as well, just in case, depending on your mood. Which is better than you, Brian? Well, you wait. You gave Magic Mike Etzel, and then you gave <laughs> true. We're holding fair enough. Sunshine. Yeah, fair we're enough. To that. <laughs> fair enough. Um, I think the first movie that's always a good one to watch like that is Internal or not Internal Sunshine, but Garden State. Garden State is definitely just that kind of mellow tone, trying to drag you in, and and it's it's all about connections with people and. It's, you definitely won't get a boner watching that. Yeah, and it's not a love story. <laughs> it's not really like a true love oh, story. Oh no, it's, no, it's, not it's, at it's all. It's a weird. It's a weird type of. It's like if Radiohead like did her love story. Yeah. <laughs> um, a special <laughs> kind of love story. <laughs> uh, What's the other one though? You had in your pocket. The other one. I, I just had it and it, it just flew away. Um, I guess it wasn't that important. I'm sorry, guys. Was it just friends? Yeah. Starring oh, is that the the Ryan uh, Reynolds Ryan Reynolds one? No, no, no. Was, That's a great movie. Bad. Yeah, I'm glad none of us said some piece of shit Zack Snyder movie. Well, and no, nobody said a three hundred uh, a Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh yeah, because you know I've actually never seen a Nicholas Sparks movie. You weren't dragged what? the Notebook back in the day. No, bro. Our friends, we tried to avoid that, like the plague. Oh man, I got dragged in. Oh no, I didn't get dragged in. No, not Notebook. Uh, Walk to the Rem- Walk, Walk to, to Remember. remember? Yeah, That's what that I got either. dragged to back in the day with the. Uh, What's her face? The singer. Yeah, Mandy, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Mandy yep. Moore. Yeah, I remember that. You didn't get. You didn't Mandy, get to that. Give nope. me some more. No, oh, I've, I've never seen Watch Remember. I've never seen The Notebook. Neither have I. Not. Uh, I've seen The Notebook. And then he's got what? Remember. Like um, one with Miley Cyrus and one with. Uh, I don't know other people. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. What's hilarious though is like when you see the guy, the uh, the actual director. I mean, he's he's that like tattooed up, uh, badass dude, right? Nicholas Sparks, or no? Isn't that the that's the 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 main actor? Now isn't he all tattooed up? No, I'm thinking of the director oh. of the Notebook. Oh, I don't know that. You know Nicholas Sparks. It's funny. Nicholas Sparks. Or is like, he the guy that wrote all of them? So Nicholas Sparks is the one that wrote like oh, the books. Okay, the got books, it, got it, got the it. books that went to movie. But Nicholas Sparks is funny because like two years ago he got a divorce with his wife. So it's like funny how you write all this yeah, romantic it's probably because shit, he wasn't doing a, half the shit he wrote in the book. Or he was. Well, if you see the Notebook. You know, yeah, that's not gonna work out. Let's just get serious. Yeah, yeah. Well, in our next episode, we break down <laughs> the Notebook in its factual and movies. seriousness. Seriousness. I mean, you can't go wrong with Ryan Gosling. That's all I'm saying. Easy, Dan. Keep it in your pants. It's hard to. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for episode three of season three. Um, if you miss us throughout the week, you're gonna want to follow us on Twitter. Brian is at B Owen six one nine. Brett is at Nieces Pieces. I'm at Paper Champion DP, and you can also follow us at Pop underscore Not Soda. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and also on Facebook at Bat slash Pop Not Soda Official. Check out what has already been released. So if you haven't seen it yet, you're missing out. Is our first flyer for our upcoming charity pub crawl. So if you remember last year, we held it. We raised a ton of money. It was a ton of fun. And that is the Royal Stumble 2. Back with revenge again. Bring your money. That will be happening on Saturday, March 11th And no excuses. We're going to ask you to Venmo us money. On 30th Street in North Park. No repeat costumes. We had some great ones, but yeah, I mean, that's the us. one rule. Yeah. Um, and so stay tuned. You're going to want to follow if us on all social media like platforms. Dress like Miss Elizabeth Dan, again, I'm going to kick your ass.
Just saying. Keep Damn going. Um, you want to follow us on all social media platforms to make sure you get all the information about that upcoming event and you don't miss out on any of the details or the upcoming schedule of all the pubs and bars we're going to hit up. Um, and also... After you finish listening to this episode, you're going to want to head over to our Facebook page or Twitter, and you're going to want to find the March Madness Bracket. Very excited, because that's what we were talking about, the episode one. Mm-hmm. We're we know, it, we know it's February. A big we know it's February. We're getting ready. But it's going to end yep. in March. Yes, yes. And that is going to be, we have narrowed it down, the field, to the top 32 TV characters of all time. It's a tough discussion, too. Yeah, I it almost was. punched Brett in the face. Not because of this discussion, <laughs> just because. Um, I did show up that day. And we will be <laughs> we will be over the course of our next episodes, um, starting next week, whittling down our brackets. So listen, make sure that you are following along so you know who advances. Feel, fill your bracket out. Fill see your bracket how you out. Do. Submit it to us. Maybe whoever gets the bracket the closest to who wins, they could get some prizes. You never know. Mm-hmm. So make sure you submit Magic that Mike to XL us. on Blu-ray. Absolutely. <laughs> Signed by Brian. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually just going to mushroom stamp it. He doesn't get. Let, he doesn't let go of those copies. We have to buy a new one. No, he doesn't. They, oh, okay, they really we got to get them. Them. All right, cool. Um, you so yes. extras? So there is no better time than right now to not, over, not only like and subscribe to us on iTunes Podcasts and on Podbean, but to head over to Facebook, like and follow our page, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram. Until next time, this has been your weekly sits patch of pop culture. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. Go, go, go do one. something uh, fun. Go get a nice piece of meat. Go do you. Yeah. Get some meat. And then maybe have some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>